Thank you guys so much. It's so good to be here with you guys and to, to share the word of God with you. And before I start, I just want to say a prayer quick. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for just this opportunity to be here and for this church and just all that they do for the kingdom of God. I just pray that you would bless them and just, just prepare them to hear your word and pray that you would just use me to say just what you want them to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'll be preaching out of the book of Romans today, uh, specifically Romans 8, 5 through 17. So Romans is a great book. It's like pretty clear and straightforward, unlike some other books in the New Testament. It's not addressing some like historical um, problem or situation, but it's actually answering like hypothetical questions for the early church. So I grew up in the Lutheran church there in Watertown, and God revealed himself to me a lot through like songs and the children's songs and camps I went to grow up, and I was just hungry for God, and it just ate up a lot of things, whatever was given that I could understand. And I remember when I first opened up my Bible to read it on my own, and I opened it randomly to Romans 12, you know, reading, do not conform any longer to the standards of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And it just really stuck out to me, and I would go back to it a lot when I didn't know what to read, and I'd just... And then I'd find other like simple commands, like bless those who persecute you. You know, it's just it was nice to have those straightforward things to tell you exactly what to do. You know, be kind, etc. So, but but I've learned I can't think that I can just always like, do it on my own. Just follow exactly what it says, because I can be prone to be very like religious and think I can obey God's words just with sheer willpower. But, you know, it's easy to be a good person when things are all, like, going my way and when it's easy to have the good, have the fruits of the Spirit when things are going well. And, but it's, it's harder, you know, when people aren't treating you well or things aren't going my way. But so here's what Romans 8, 5 through 17 says. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what the, that nature desires. But those who live... In accordance with the Spirit, have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of the sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. You, however, are controlled not by your sinful nature, but by the Spirit. If the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation but it is not to the sinful nature to live according to it. For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. 
Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Indeed, we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. So, I want to share with you today three points on how we are to live like from this passage. One, we are to live in the, na- the new nature God has given you. Verse 10 says, If Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. So Jesus' death on the cross not only paid the penalty for our sins, but his death worked in us to put to death our old sinful nature here on earth so we can live upright and godly lives to give glory to God and lives that are a witness of, to others of God's goodness and his power. So Romans six eleven says, count yourself as dead to sin. So when sin tempts us, we can live as though we are dead to it. So, you know, like, a, for example, like a dead person wouldn't respond to like someone knocking on his door. So in the same way, we can count ourselves like dead to sin. And, but the verse goes on to say, we are also to count ourselves alive to God in Christ Jesus. So we have this new nature. We get to participate in God's nature. We can have victory over sin. So our spirit is alive because of the righteousness of Jesus. There's no way we could um, say no to sin and live the Christian life without the power of God and without the power of God's life in us. So, but this gives us great hope that we can obey God and enjoy his presence with us. We can live for something higher than ourselves and our own pleasure because we have the nature of God in us and guiding us and like empowering us to do that. And a great like practical way to live in this new nature is to just be in the word of God and just read our Bible and also to pray in the spirit. And all of this is God's doing, but you know, we just have to participate by doing those things and just living like it's true. And number two, we can live free from sin. Verse 12 and 13 says, Therefore we have an obligation, but it is not to the sinful nature to live according to it. For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. So God has called us to live holy lives, and not because he wants to just give us a bunch of rules or make us miserable or not let us have any fun, but sin like destroys life and takes away from the good things God has for us. So living holy lives and sensitive to God's conviction, it's just the best for us to protect us and give us good things. And 2 Peter 1, 3 through 4 says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. So we don't have to just receive grace and keep sinning, but God gives us grace and gave us new life, so... But how do we really like participate in the divine nature? It's pretty easy to just keep living in this sinful nature or just do what we've always done and follow those like basic instincts. Um, but you know, to take an active role in living in the spirit, God gives us many examples and like clear instructions from the Bible. Like in Ephesians, there's a lot. Like in Ephesians 4:2, it says, 
be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. And in Colossians 3:12, it says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. And all of these are just possible because we have the Holy Spirit. And, you know, when it's especially, it can be hard to be patient or kind. You know, we just have to uh, ask for God's help, you know, wherever you are, and just rely on that new nature that he's given you, even if it might not feel like it's true. It's just the truth, you know, and you just live like it's true. And there again is where it just it's helpful to renew your mind by reading the word and um, praying in the spirit. It's just very helpful. So, so we grow and we can grow in living in the spirit just by every act of obedience, just being obedient and faithful to what you know as of right now to, you know, to do or not do. And if you're not sure, you can just um, take your, you know, that time to be alone with God and listen to his voice and you can ask him, you know, if there's anything he wants to convict you of in your life and he'll like let you know to help guide you. And you know, it makes sense that if we love God, we would obey him. And sometimes it's hard, you know, where we get stuck in our old ways. But that's when we, like, remember that we're just not to live in that according to the sinful nature, but to put those old ways to death. And, and we're, because we were dead to sin, and but alive to God with new life, you know, all this to enjoy this new amazing life God has called us to. So that's where the next point in this verse, it talks about, being adopted, so we are to live as adopted child of God. So God gives us such incredible value, we're his children. Verse 15 says, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. So, God, like again, God doesn't just tell us to stop sinning because he wants to give us rules or be a tyrant, but he, you know, has adopted us as his children. And Hebrews 12, 6 says, he disciplines those he loves. So he loves us and he doesn't want us to stay in those old ways, but he wants us to keep growing and he you know, convicts us of something to change. We just trust him and um, rest and find his peace in that relationship with him as our father. So it's just totally amazing how God adopts us as his children and the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And some verse 17 goes on to say, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. So it's, it can be hard to imagine how great will be our inheritance from God, so from God our Father, and that's something we just will only understand when we go to heaven. But it also does say that we will share in his sufferings. So it's not as fun to talk about that, but you know we will suffer for following Jesus. Jesus didn't promise us an easy life, but he did promise that he'd be with us and that he understands. So yeah, so he's, he's able to work out everything for our good. And when our, when even then when our time on earth is over, you know, the Bible says he'll wipe every tear away from our eyes and there'll be no more suffering. So that just gives us great hope. So no matter what happens, we can cling to God, that he's good and that he's with us and that we're his children.
So in conclusion, just we have this amazing hope. God's given us the Holy Spirit so we can live, live us, sorry, <laughs> to live in the new nature, give, free us from that old sinful nature. And we have power to live free from sin and to live as adopted children of God. So we have both security in that, but we also have responsibility. So we have the security of what Jesus has done for us and his work in us, and that nothing that we did has eternal life, and we have that secure place in heaven. But Jesus also asks us to have responsibility, to live according to the spirit he's given us, um, to live holy lives, obeying his word. So today, maybe you've like been trying hard to be good on your own, and you're seeing that you need to just repent and rediscover God's amazing grace and find all that security in him and not in your own works. Or maybe today you've been like coasting and not taking God's word very seriously and you need to take responsibility for that call to live according to the spirit. So this week I encourage you to just take some time to slow down before God and thank him for just his amazing grace and for Jesus and for the new life he's given you and for the security you have in him. And then ask him if there's anything he's asking you to take responsibility to do, um, to live according to the spirit. Or maybe he's asking you to be more patient with your family or to be more kind and gentle with a certain coworker. So I just urge you to just do that and hear from God, respond to him. And I'm gonna hand it over to Pastor John now. Yeah, thank you, Kristen. We're just going to just take just a minute. We have plenty of time here um, just to respond to this message. Uh, it's a message that we, we hear often, uh, just very clear. Um, those who live according to the sinful nature have their mind set on what the nature desires, but those who live accordance with the spirit have their mind set on what the spirit desires. It's just so, it's, it seems just so simple, but it's, it's, it's so much harder to live out. So Holy Spirit has to come alongside of us and help us. So um, she gave us just some things to respond to. I just want you to take um, one minute or two minutes. Um, if you want to put some soft music on for me, um, just take one or two minutes to process these verses and ask Holy Spirit what the next right step is for you. Maybe like Kristen said, maybe um, you know, you've been doing great and it's been awesome, but you feel like you've been doing a lot of it in your own strength. Holy Spirit wants to just come and, and help. He wants to help you because he wants it more than we do. Maybe, you know, like she said, um, we're, on, we're just on autopilot. We're just coming to church. We just get up in the morning and do our 10 minutes exactly, our two minutes of reading. And it's not, it's not a, an issue of getting introspective and, and like, oh, maybe I'm just doing that for the... It's like in your heart, you know. I mean, if you're married, you love to be with your wife or your husband. If you have kids, you love to be with your children. If we're sons and daughters, we'd love to be with our father. And so it's just a hard issue. And so if, if there's anything that uh, if you can wrestle with, that you can respond to, we're just going to kind of leave it open-ended as you feel um, uh, released, so to speak. Um, just wrestle kind of with these thoughts. And then afterwards, if you want to hang out in the foyer, talk a little bit, catch up throughout the week, that's fine too. But otherwise, thank you guys for being here. We love you very much.